Welcome to Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves and their families. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart -heart connection with their husband and children so they can feel deeply fulfilled in those most important relationships. The topic of today's podcast is seven ways to build more connection in your marriage. But before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a free private group on Facebook where you can come to get positive inspiration for your life. It's called A Life Designed, so I hope you'll join us. And also, I have created a free download called The Ultimate Guide to Guilt-Free Self-Care. It's a guide to help you take care of yourself in mind, body, and spirit so you can feel like your best self every day. So visit my website, tinaheisman.com to download it. Now let's dive in and talk about seven ways to build more connection in your marriage. So I'm going to come at this from the back door today because one of the ways that connection is lost in marriage is through some of the things that we do and say to each other and they're unintentionally causing disconnection. And so my intention here today is to shine a light on those things for you to help you avoid breaking down that connection in your marriage. And you're going to notice these are all little things, but little things add up. And research shows it's not necessarily the big things that drive couples apart. It's the everyday million little things like these. So the goal of our conversation today is to give you information that you might not already have. Because sometimes women tell me their husbands react to them negatively and they can't understand why. So I hope to shed some light on that today. And it's also going to help you, as you learn these things, bring more peace and connectedness and intimacy into your marriage just by knowing this and taking action on it if you so choose. So let's jump in and talk about seven ways to build more connection in your marriage. The first way is to be mindful of our tone. So sometimes we let our emotions get the better of us, right? Like we react in the moment or we let our frustration out on the person standing in front of us, which just might be our husband. And the thing is though, our husbands feel this harsh criticism and it immediately sends them into defense mode. And girls, once he goes into defense mode, it is hard to get him back. And when he's there, the problem with being in defense mode is that it prevents him from hearing whatever you're trying to say. And so it's the harshness of our tone that sometimes sends our husbands there. They take it personal. And so as you can see, this creates disconnect. So whatever you were trying to say, he's now not hearing because of his defense mode, because of our tone that set it off. So to create more connection, especially if you're feeling irritated, just try and breathe, take a big deep breath before you speak, just to kind of center yourself and collect yourself and remind yourself about the fact that you don't want to send them into defense mode. If you need to, if you're really frustrated, hold the conversation and go work out your emotions on paper and your thoughts. And then you can come back and talk to him from a place that's much more peaceful. And I'm promising you, it will the conversation will turn out so much better than if you had it in your emotional flustered state anyway. So number two, the second thing you can do is to try to understand how your husband feels when you challenge his knowledge, opinions, or decisions, especially in front of other people. 
This is a really big one. Researchers have discovered that men have this deep need built within them to feel like their wives respect them and think highly of them. It's so deeply ingrained. And it's important for them to feel that way in order to feel connected to us. So if we want that feeling of connection, it's helpful for us to know that when we challenge them or criticize them, especially in public, it makes them feel stupid and disrespected and disconnected. And so this is something to keep in mind and ask ourselves if we're going to challenge our husband on something like, is it really important to do or could it wait for another time or should it even be mentioned at all? I have failed at this more times than I would like to admit my friends. In fact, one time at a friend's wedding, I, I was just embarrassed by what my husband was doing and, and I let him know publicly in front of other people. And that was, you know, challenging him and who he was really at his core that I was saying how he was being wasn't right. And he guys, he has never forgotten that humiliation. And I wish somebody would have shared this with me years ago to save me from that incident. And that's why I'm sharing it with you now. And so just keeping in mind that when they feel like their knowledge and opinions and decisions are challenged, that's another one of those times where they go into defense mode and it makes them disconnect from us. So something to think about. The third thing we can do to create more connection is to ask if it's a good time to talk before launching into a conversation. And right now, this might be especially relevant as both husbands and wives are working from home. I'm just picturing in my mind, my husband sitting at the kitchen table, working on his computer hours upon hours a day. And I might come up with something that I want to share with him or ask him, but he might be deep in thought, you know, I don't really know. And so rather than just launching into whatever I need to say, a better thing to do is to maybe wait for him to take a break or even ask him if now is a good time to talk, you know, just kind of feel him out and see what, what's going on in there. And I can tell you, many women find that this makes the conversation much better when they have it, that their husband's more engaged. So it, that's good. That's like a win-win, right? And it's probably something we would do with a stranger too, right? Like we wouldn't just launch into a conversation. We would probably ask them if it's a good time to talk. So it's a good habit to bring into our marriage as well. And you will notice an increase in your connection from having those better conversations. I know I do. And so the fourth thing you can do to create more connection and um, kind of a similar topic is to be an active listener. I know that we all love feeling heard and so do our husbands. And even though we have a million things pulling at our attention, our, our kids and our work and the house and everything, it really goes a long way when we give our husbands some of that attention. They want to be part of what is taking our attention. And thinking about when we first met, they were like the object of our attention. And even though it can't be that way anymore, once we have all these responsibilities in life, we can still make them feel really special with the attention we do give them, right? And so trying to be a really good listener and making eye contact when they're talking and stopping what we're doing when they're talking, all of those things will help and go a long way. And there's another complaint that men sometimes uh, make about their wives, and that's about being interrupted when they're talking. And I think this has to do with their need to feel like respected and admired and that, you know, if somebody interrupts you and cuts you off when you're talking, it makes you feel like you're not as important, right? So I find that taking a deep breath when I'm feeling the urge to interrupt helps. I mean, I think part of why we do this because we're afraid we're not going to get to say what we need to say. 
just trust that we will. And try to remember the motto also, to seek to understand and not necessarily to be understood. If we do that during discussions, we'll find that we can understand them better and we'll be able to resolve issues more peacefully. So again, it's another total win-win, right? But that intimacy and connection, that's what we're trying to build. So see, these are just little things that we can practice. And now the fifth thing that you can do is to resist the urge to make fun of him or be sarcastic with him, especially in public. I got really brave one time and I asked my husband, what is the most hurtful thing that you feel that I've done to you in our marriage? And he said, embarrassing me in public. That was a really big eye opener. You guys, I know that men seem so strong on the outside, but the truth is that they're very sensitive on the inside, even if they say they're not. One thing that comes to my mind here is how many of us have joked from time to time about our husband's abilities in parenting or how we feel like he's another one of our children. And although we're just trying to be funny or maybe get a load off, you know, with all of our stress, it is at his expense and he feels it. And at least you can ask your husband if that's the case for him. So, you know, if he finds that joke funny or not. So most, in my experience, most women find that their relationship gets more smooth when they start learning to resist that urge to make those man jokes about their husband in front of others. Because really what we want to do in front of others is just build them up like they're just God's gift to this earth. And that that's going to help them feel more connected to you, right? That makes sense. When we're saying good things about people, they feel connected to us. When we're making fun of them, then they feel disconnected from us. So that one's pretty uh, easy to understand, right? Okay, so the sixth thing we can do, this one's a challenge, my friends, is allow him to do things his own way. It is so tempting to tell our husbands how we want them to do things all the time. If you guys are anything like me, you might tell your husband how to drive or where to park or how to parent the kids or how the kitchen should be cleaned up after dinner, right? Like all the things. And it's all for a good cause because we're just trying to help. And in some of these instances, we might have more information than our husbands and know better. But truth be told, our husbands would rather we didn't help in this way. When we tell them what to do, they say they feel controlled by us. And like we don't think they're capable of figuring these things out for themselves. And I know we don't mean it like that. We're just trying to be helpful. But as far as the intimacy and connection in our relationship, sometimes it's better to let them do things their own way. Actually, most of the time, it's better to let them do things their own way. And I know this feels hard. And I know sometimes we have to watch them fail. But I promise you, it's so freeing. Like, seriously, sometimes my husband will ask me a question about, like, which way do you think I should go? Or where do you think I should part? And I'm like, you're driving. It's so wonderful. You guys, it's like a newfound freedom. I love it. So I'm still recovering from that one. <laughs> and finally, number seven, something we can do to create more connection in our relationship is to take an interest in things that our husband is passionate about. Honestly, I wish I would have done a little bit better at this one just yesterday. My husband was trying to talk to me about flying, which is something he loves, but I didn't slow down to really listen. And he was so excited about it. And after I looked back on it, I thought I kind of missed a great opportunity there for connection. You know, if I just would have slowed down a little bit and listened fully, then he would have felt like really heard. And like I was participating in the conversation with him and having fun, like in the conversation. But like you guys, how we all are, like I was just so distracted, overwhelmed with other things. And I let that lead instead of letting him 
just really participate in that conversation with him. And so that's one way to take an interest. And another way to take an interest is to actually participate in some of their hobbies with them. Um, you probably have heard this before, but men really love to have a recreation partner in their life, someone that they can have fun with. And so that's a great way for you to try some new things that maybe you haven't tried before, things that maybe you don't love, but you're willing to give it a try. And I have to say, I have done some of those things with my husband, like camping and fishing. And although they're not my favorite go-tos, they're not going to be the first choice that I come up with on a date night or time to spend with him. They are some of my best memories because they really stretched me and pushed me outside my comfort zone. And we had so much fun doing them. And so I would just encourage you on that last one to take an interest in things that your hubby's passionate about. That's going to go a long way to creating connection for sure. And so that's what I have for you today, seven different ideas. And like I said, these are kind of coming like from the back door and a lot of them have to do about communication. These are like little sneaky things that we do in marriage. And I think sometimes it comes from just when we live with someone for so long, we lose maybe some of the niceties that we might have with other relationships, people that we don't spend as much time with. And I think that this information is like just a nice little refresher, a little freshen up for us in our marriage. And if we'll work on implementing them, then we're going to understand ourselves better. We're going to understand our husbands better. And we're going to be able to have better communication within our relationship. You can see how all of these things would relate to much better communication and understanding in your relationship. And so kind of my intent too with this podcast was to give you an opportunity to talk to your husband, to say that you heard a podcast and like some of these things were mentioned as things that hurt a husband's feelings or that make him feel disconnected from his wife, you can, this would be like a really healthy way to approach him and ask him if he thinks you do these things that, that bother you. And then just come with a humble heart and ready to say that you're going to work on anything that he mentions. And it might be then a time for you to say, if there's something that you would like your husband to do that maybe hurts your feelings, it could really be a good door opener for a conversation. And so if this is something that you would like to work on cultivating further, I'd be happy to work with you on crafting that conversation. You can reach out to me for a marriage coaching session and we can talk about it. All right. Well, that's all I've got for today. Remember, if you haven't downloaded it, the ultimate guide to guilt-free self-care is really good. It's going to help you feel like your best self every day. It's on my website. And don't forget to join us in a life design community on Facebook. It's got to be one of few groups on Facebook that is positive, like all the time. So if you're tired of all of the negativity on Facebook, come into my group and it's just positive. All right, my friends, I will see you next week. Thank you so much.